The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We've been monitoring your radio broadcast for good many years. The revolution is on. All right, pay attention, stupids. For over 15 years, providing excellence in outdoor radio. What is going on? Good little plug for us. I, I like, like that. that. A voice for freedom and the American spirit. It's called taking care of business. A beacon of hope. <laughs> I was looking for donuts. Often imitated, but never duplicated. This is unbelievable. This is the one and only revolution with Jim and Trev. The perfect mix of low intellect, high lack of ambition and limitless parental support presented by outdoor channel sportsman channel and world fishing network as one pair of hunters learned if you're attacked fight with everything you've got in a world where elk come this close everyone becomes a wildlife photographer we live in their world pictures tell the story way too close for comfort a tourist is rushed to the hospital not a smart move that man ended up gored by an elk I even felt its hot breath on my face she snapped these photos as the man in the orange shirt realized the bull elk was charging for the most part elk seem to constrain themselves to snacking on grasses and forbs but according to the u.s geological society Society. Researchers have confirmed that elk will, if forced to the brink of starvation, dine on meat. So this fall, be on the lookout for carnivore elk that might just be stalking you. That's spooky. That is scary. <laughs> I've always dreamt an elk would eat Jim. <laughs> Maybe my dreams will come true. Mrs. Bonnie, what are you doing? I'm nothing, guys. How's it going? Was that good or not? It was amazing. That was amazing. Thank you. All right, so on today's show, we are talking bugle or bust. We are in hot pursuit of elk. That really fell flat, by the way. Yes, we are talking about elk. So check this out. Uh, researchers have identified uh, six subspecies. Now, two are extinct. We have number one, Thule, or the Rocky Mountain. <laughs> then the Roosevelt's, the Thule, and the, the Manitoban. And then you have the Miriams and the Eastern. Now, those two are extinct. Uh-huh. But we're talking about elk on today's show. Mrs. Bunny, how are you doing? I'm great, guys. You know, I don't get high on drugs. Uh-huh. I get high on elk. Ooh. Rocky Mountain High! Colorado! You know, I, John Denver just turned over in his grave. You know I'm that? convinced that he died from boredom listening to his own music. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> All right, so check this so out. Crash and missing in the, <laughs> the, the sea. Dude, taking it down. All right, so we are talking about Elk on today's show. I'm pretty pumped about this. We're going to be joined by Steve West from Steve's Outdoor Adventures. It is Saturdays, 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel and the Adventure Series. Now, he's going to be sticking around for a doubleheader. Two-parter. Talking about all things Elk. And then we're going to be joined by Nate Hosey from Headhunter. TV. Now, 
Now, that is Thursdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. But on September 14th, we have something special. The 21st on NRA All Access, presented by Frankie. Uh, he's going to be on their show. That's 7 p.m. Eastern Time, Outdoor Channel. Once again, September 14th and uh, the 21st. That's right. 7 p.m. Eastern Time, once again, Outdoor Channel. Then we're going to be joined by uh, Hans Hummel, our good friend. He knows how to make sausage. The president and CEO of High Mountain Jerky. All right, so uh, you this suppose is... he's ever eaten any carnivore elk before? His first wife died from it. <laughs> I don't know. All right, so Mr. Bunny, what do you think? I hope that didn't happen. I've got that, some... Wouldn't that be terrible? Yeah. <laughs> I've got some great DIY elk hunting states for you guys. Ooh. All right, so these DIY elk hunting states, they're brought to you by Nissan. And now the amazing Mrs. Bunny talking about elk hunting. Brought to you by Nissan. All right, go, Mrs. Bunny. Okie dokie, number five, Montana. Ooh. Montana. They have about 425 archery record bulls taken during the past 10 years. It ranks number one in the archery record book entries. Big Sky State. That's right. 44 of these bulls. No. Or is it Big Sky Country? Big Sky Country, I Big believe. Big Sky right. Country, okay. 44 of these bulls have scored better than 350. Oh! Around, around 50% of those have scored um, more than 300 inches. So That's big. Fantastic state for trophy bulls. Yeah. Um, they have kind of a mixed bag. You've got alpine to prairie habitat, and it harbors an estimated 140,000 elk, so there's plenty of animals for you to chase. All right, that's number five, Montana. Number four, Washington. Bow hunters have a couple of elk hunting options here, either um, Roosevelt or American Yellowstone elk species. Um, nearly all of the archery tags are available over the counter, with just a few of the Yellowstone unit exceptions. Uh, the only thing is that uh, these Roosevelts live in the jungle-like coastal rainforest that make it really challenging. So uh, they've got a lot of quality, but you're going to have to work hard for it. Yeah, a lot of undergrowth in that uh, I call coastal stuff. bunny my jungle bunny. <laughs> I don't know why, but I do. I don't All know right, if so I'd say that. Washington, <laughs> is that offensive? I don't know. Uh, Washington, number four. What's number three? Oregon. Friends with Washington here. Oregon offers both, again, Roosevelt and Yellowstone elk opportunities, both over the counter and limited draw bow hunts. Uh, for either species, the draw tags are really worth vying for. The hunter is required to first purchase a $150 license before applying, um, though the unlimited tags are available if you fail to draw one of the more coveted tags. So, mm. Oregon, definitely um, a place to look at. Number two, Colorado. Oh. Um, it's easy to look at Colorado's numbers and get the idea that trophy hunting is going to be easy. However, that's not the case. You've got to have to work for it. During the past 10 years, Colorado has produced 275 archery record bulls. Holy cow. Only nine of them have scored better than 350. Um, but nearly 40% of them have scored better than 300 statewide. So, this makes it a really solid spot for archery record bulls. If you want to get some Something better than 350, you're going to really have to work your butt off. But they've got great opportunities in Colorado. Once again, later in the show, going to have Nate Hosey on. Uh, and his first ever archery uh, elk hunt was, I think, above Steamboat Springs, right? It was above Steamboat. He's going to be here talking about I think when people think about elk hunting, you do think, once again, Rocky Mountain High! Colorado. You think about Colorado and John Denver. I sorry, what is number one? Number one, Idaho. It is the oh. biggest selling point is probably the abundance of easily obtainable elk tags. Yeah. Tags in most areas are offered on a first come, first serve basis. Um, they offer unclaimed tags as well as season opener, making great Idaho a great backup when you fail to draw tags in other lottery states, which, you know, if you're going to do uh, Nevada, New Mexico, Arizona, a lot of these lottery states in general, they're a lot harder to get tags in, but Idaho, you're almost sure to get a tag. And so uh, look here if you can't get one somewhere else. Jimbo, run down through the five top DIY uh, states for elk hunting. Bo. Hey, that would be Montana, Washington, Oregon, Colorado, and the number one is Idaho. But our number one is Rocky Mountain High! <laughs> Colorado. 
Colorado. Mrs. In Bunny? Colorado. That was amazing. Thanks, guys. As always, you you outperformed Jimbo? Well, well that's not hard to do. That's though. not hard to do. All right, Very so low bar. It is so exciting. Big game seasons yeah. are just coming up. Like two weeks from now, Ray in Colorado. Jimbo's going to go up there. Mountain, huh? He's going to get eaten by elk, hopefully. I hope so. I <laughs> love those carnivores. Opposite day, he's going to eat the elk, right? Maybe he'll do some Facebook Live if that happens. Oh, that would be sweet. Wouldn't that be cool? Like, oh, what's happening? Uh, Jim's getting eaten by an elk. Yeah, you remember that mutual of Omaha? (laughs) While the elk is chewing on Jim's leg, (laughs) a word from mutual of Omaha. (laughs) On that note, we're going to get to a break. I would hope so. All right, so we are talking bugle or bust on today's show and Rocky Mountain High, Colorado. All right, so uh, Steve West, he is coming up next. Make sure you watch Steve's Outdoor Adventures. That is Saturdays, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, where? Outdoor Channel. Plus the Adventure Series. All right, so he is coming up next. Big shout-out, though, to Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, Nissan, Remington, Silencer Shop, Cabela's, High Mount Seasonings, and Cam Chef, Mrs. Bunny. Thanks, guys. That was incredible. That was great. You are the Incredibles. All right, once again, Steve West, he is coming up next as we talk more about Elk, bugle or bust? Elk hunting. Okay. <laughs> High five. There you go. Oh, there we go. We'll return with Steve West right after this. Our website is awesome. JimandTrav.com. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Tinder. We're all over social media, even on Pinterest. Mainly for the awesome recipes. We like to eat. Stop judging us. JimandTrav.com. Nick loves a good road trip. We're going down to Mexico. And Nick loves to hunt. That's the most redneck fun I've had in a while. Nick's Wild Ride, an all-new original series. I love this job. Fridays at 7.30 Eastern, exclusively on Outdoor Channel. Want to get your kids involved after the hunt? Try our new hot dog making kit that they are sure to love. High Mountain Seasonings is your one-stop shop for everything delicious. Visit us online at HIMTNJerky.com. That's HIMTNJerky.com. You know that feeling when you're driving a pickup? Ooh, yeah. No, not that feeling. The one where you're towing a trailer up a 6% grade, and it's hot enough to fry an egg on your hood. It's not that you're worried, but there's a voice asking questions in the back of your head. What if my engine overheats? What if I'm stranded up here? What if the trailer acts up on that next turn? You know what'll drown that voice out? The roar of the Cummins engine in your Nissan Titan XD. The Titan's got enough power to handle tough hills, and its trailer sway control will help keep your cargo from getting any ideas. So, as you crest the final ridge, there's only one voice you should be hearing. And it's saying, make way for the king of the mountain. The Nissan Titan XD, with available Cummins diesel. Take on every duty. The Cummins diesel and trailer sway controller are available options. Towing capability varies by configuration. See Nissan owner's manual and towing guide for proper use. Welcome back to the revolution. Bugle or bust. We're doing some elk hunting this week. Now, here's an exclusive two-part interview with Steve West of Steve's Outdoor Adventures and the Adventure Series. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, Nissan, and Cabela's. This is part one. Hey, after that short break, uh, we're back. And, of course, before the break, we talked with Mrs. Bunny. She talked about the five states where you can actually get an elk. Yeah, we're talking bugle or bust. On today's show, our next guest. 
better known as Bigfoot. Uh, <laughs> you ever seen how big Steve West's feet are? Holy cow. These things are massive. Honest to God, he was walking around the shot show last year. I thought he had skis on. It's just, he wears like size 87. They're huge. I'm seriously, I could lay in them and you know take what they a nap. Say? Big shoes. Big shoes, big game. That's what he goes after. Big right. feet. So just now being joined by Steve West of Steve's Outdoor Adventures. Make sure you watch him Saturdays, 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Plus, he has the Adventure Series, and I always say, he's got style, he's got grace. He hunts elk all over the place. He's Steve West, right? Oh, I love that. <laughs> I always Jones. say that. <laughs> all right, so, uh, no, Steve, question for you, and I bet you run to this all the time, and it bugs the crap out of Jimbo and I, because you have these people, they're, they're regular whitetail hunters, they're mule deer hunters, they hunt antelope, they hunt caribou, whatever, but they go... And they hunt an elk. This is a big animal, and they take these ridiculously long shots that they have no business taking. With light caliber. With a light caliber, and what happens? They either wound it, it runs off, they don't recover it. It, it goes to the next county. And I'll tell you what, it really speaks that people need to know the capabilities of themselves and their firearms before they ever set out. Yeah, I'll tell you what, you know, I'm... I'm somebody who's done a lot of long-range shooting and hunting in my life, but I've also practiced a lot, and I understand terminal bullet performance. And all too often, guys are taking five, six, seven, eight hundred, or even thousand-yard shots using, you know, subpar bullets. Maybe they're not using enough caliber. I mean, you can make a two-two-three shoot a thousand yards, but it doesn't mean it's going to kill an elk when it gets there. You know, you got to have enough caliber. You got to have a bullet that's you know designed to hit and hit hard. And, you know, perform terminally at longer distances because the same bullet that's got great terminal performance at 100 yards may not have that same terminal performance at seven or 800 yards. Yeah. Now, you know, we're talking about elk hunting this week. And the fact of the matter is where we're at in Kansas and where you're at out there on the West Coast, there's a lot of land in between. Now, where are some of the better places around the country to be able to go and elk hunt that you know about? I'll tell you, the one thing that's constant is that there's growing elk herds in all of the western states and it, there's great opportunities in Colorado, New Mexico, Utah. You know, Utah's got a lot of over-the-counter areas that you can buy a tag and go on public land and elk hunt. It's not only a hard place to draw tags, it's a great place to go over-the-counter. Uh, Montana, you know, the, so many of the western states have premier opportunities for somebody who's willing to do the research, uh, find a great place on public land to go, you know, and, and go find the elk, work with the biologist, things of that nature. But then again, all of these same states have great private lands areas for the people who are willing to maybe pay a little bit of money for public land or for private lands access, uh, hunt with an outfitter or a guide. Uh, you know, just right now, elk hunting, the status of elk hunting across the West is at its all-time best as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, talk with us, Steve West. Make sure you watch Steve's Outdoor Adventure Saturdays, 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel, plus the Adventure Series. Now, let's kind of talk about realistic expectations, because like you said, right now, elk hunting is at an all-time high. People are dropping massive bulls all around the country. And so when these guys and gals go out, Steve... They keep holding out for that perfect bull. They're passing up good bulls day after day. 300s. Comes to the end of the hunt, and they they head home empty-handed with nothing but their you-know-what in their hands. What do you think that people should set their sights on before they even leave to go on this trip? Well, first and foremost, you want to find out what is a a good, mature representative of species for the area that you're going. You know, 
I think that we've always been killing this many big bulls. There's always been a lot of big bulls taken. Now with the age of social media, everybody's phone takes a photo. You've got a lot of magazines. Yeah. I, I think the reality is that so many times people get unrealistic expectations. Like you're saying, they're going out there, they're holding out for something that's not realistic, and they're not getting it. Most people don't have any idea how big a 300-inch elk is. <laughs> yeah. All the magazines want to talk about are 350s and 380s and 400-inch bulls, when realistically... Nine out of ten people who have never taken an elk before will see a 300-inch 6 by 6 bull on a hillside and think that he's 350 or better to begin with. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I like to find out. I, I hunt elk because I love to hunt elk. Every year I shoot a couple of 5 by 5s and a 6 by 6 or two, travel the western states, have a great time. I have people ask me all the time, hey, why would you shoot a 5 by 5 He's normal for that. I say northwest Colorado mm-hmm. or, you know, nor- you know, that northern Utah uh, southern Montana, you know, those areas like that, man, if you can get a good five by five bull, you, you're in the money, man, you're doing good. So, and then there's other places I go where there's no way I would shoot a five by five because there's a lot of six by sixes and larger six by sixes. Or if I bought a conservation tag or drawn a limited entry tag, now I'll start wondering how big is that bull, you know, trying to field score him and whatnot. But it's really, the key is to find out what is normal and to be expected for the area where you're hunting before you make that decision. Yeah. Now, a lot of folks and in, in, uh, Trav and I are in that uh, that category where we go out and we do try to do the research and so forth. But, you know, our, our time is really limited. And you don't mention about private land hunts and, of course, guided hunts and so forth. The price of poker goes up and down, but you can almost tailor make whatever you want to do by just going to uh, Steve's Outdoor Adventures, right? Correct. We work with a lot of outfitters and guides in the western United States specifically and exclusively on private lands. And we get guaranteed landowner tags. Uh, people don't have to draw a tag down with us very often. And, you know, private lands are better managed. I mean, we could have a whole other radio show about public lands and how they're managed. But the reality is, is that private landowners tend to have better habitat, less hunting pressure, a lot more animals, and typically bigger animals because they get to manage it their own way. And we're fortunate our clients get to hunt on some of the most premier private lands across the United States. You bet. Hey, uh, Steve, can you stick around for a second part? Because, man, we're just getting into some really good stuff here. You bet. All right. Being joined by uh, Steve West. Make sure you watch Steve's Outdoor Adventures. He's Kanye West cousin or something like that. <laughs> Saturdays, 10 p.m. Eastern time. He likes Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Saturdays, 10 p.m. Eastern time. Talk about a nice rump. Plus the Adventure Series. Make sure you uh, hop online, check him out, uh, social media. Uh, big shout out, though, to Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, Nissan, and Remington. We will return with part two with Steve West right after this. Ever wonder exactly what the heck we're thinking? Ah, uh, yes. We'll log on to JimandTraff.com and get inside our heads. Put on your noise-canceling headphones because it's going to get loud. Check out Jim's blog, Trav's take, and a truckload of useful info under the Happenings tab. JimandTraff.com. The revolution will continue right after these messages. Hunting legend Jim Shockey in a high-risk new season. That vehicle is the only way we're getting out of here. 
Say goodbye to civilization. Jim Shockey's Uncharted. Hope is what keeps you going. Mondays at 5.30 Eastern on Outdoor Channel. This is the time of year to get out and cook out. So make your next meal sizzle with Camp Chef, the brand known for quality outdoor cooking equipment. To eat like a king on your next adventure, go to CampChef.com or visit your local sporting goods store and get cooking. Camp Chef, the way to cook outdoors. So I've been a bit braggadocious to recent. Just a skosh. I've been telling everybody about my Thunder B silencer that I just picked up from Silencer Shop. Why wouldn't you? All right, so no, let me be serious for a second. A silencer is a must-have accessory for any firearm because it makes shooting more enjoyable by reducing the blast to a much more comfortable level, doesn't it, Jimmy? Yeah, it does. And you know, Trav, hunters often go without hearing protection because it is uncomfortable. And now we're stone cold deaf. But a silencer from SilencerShop.com can provide hearing protection without being uncomfortable or impacting your outdoor experience. Yeah, true that, man. Plus, Silencer Shop has the simplest silencer buying experience, period, bar none, and they have the most friendly and knowledgeable staff, and they're always available to help answer any questions you might have about buying a silencer. That's right, Trap. Plus, SilencerShop.com offers a huge source of videos, articles, and reviews to help you make an informed purchase decision. That's SilencerShop.com. SilencerShop.com. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trev. It's all things elk hunting. Now let's get back to Steve West of Steve's Outdoor Adventures and the Adventure Series. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, Remington, and High Mountain Seasonings. Here's part two. Hey, this is part two with old Steve West. This guy knows a heck of a lot about calling elk. He knows everything about calling elk. This is part two. He's got uh, a with cell Steve phone. West makes you watch Steve's Outdoor Adventures. He's got like nine numbers. He's got a whole bunch of burners. Uh, Steve's Outdoor Adventures makes you watch it Saturdays, 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Plus the Adventure Series. You know what, Steve? He loves elk calling. This is his favorite song. Hey, I hate elk calling. It drives me crazy. But all the hunters do it. Charlie Bieber? Well, Carly Ray, Carly Ray Jepsen. Oh, I you don't know remember that. Call Me Maybe. All right, so no. no, you were saying though, Steve. Not sorry your about that. Edition of it. Uh, during during the break, you're, you're tired of all these hunters going out, basically, and giving the elk a good education on calling and how to spot a phony. Kind of elaborate on that, man. Well, yeah, I mean, especially on public lands. <laughs> you know, we get out there. These elk, they talk. You know, the yeah. elk are very vocal social animals, and you guys have heard of bugle, I'm sure. sure. Oh, yeah. And and everybody thinks that, oh, I've got to buy a bugle, and I've got to go out there, and I've got to make this whistle bugle. And and nine times out of ten, when somebody goes out onto public lands and they start bugling, they're going to get a response, but then the, you're going to notice that bull will move away from them. Well, first and foremost, elk can tell a real bugle from a bad bugle almost all the time. Yeah. And, and, and then... If they can't, if you're a big bull and you're holding a bunch of cows, you don't want to fight for them anymore. You already earned them once. You fought for them to get them once. You're just going to move them off. <laughs> yeah. Often, yeah. often we get guys that are bugling, you know, just bugle, bugle, bugle. Oh, I'm going to go up on that ridge top and bugle. And maybe once in a while I'll bugle. But anymore, I do a lot of, like, really soft cow calling, mm-hmm. uh, locator cow calls, estrus cow calls, but not overcall. All too often people overcall. And if that was one thing that I would tell hunters today, if you want to be successful during the rut, leave the calls in your backpack. Oh, really? And listen for the elk or get a locate on one and then put the call away and then and then go move on them. 
and go go to the elk. Don't try to make them come to you. We've all watched Will Primos's phenomenal productions. I mean, yeah, shoot. I mean, the Primos calls videos, you know, inspire everybody. What we all don't realize is that they're filming that on like the hill ranch in Colorado, where there's two bulls for every cow, and when you pull a cow bull there. <laughs> It's like somebody opened the zoo doors, you know, and and, and and it doesn't necessarily apply to public land. Now, yeah. there's some places where it's really limited draw public land, and the elk don't get to see that much hunting pressure. Mm-hmm. But if you're in Colorado or Montana or, you know, even Oregon, my home state, and you're out there on public lands with the rest of the guys, and you start calling, you're going to find the elk go the opposite direction almost all the time. You're going to have to catch that really exceptionally excitable young bull that's ready to come, you know, jump all over the, you know, the, the ground in front of you because most of those bulls, especially if they've got cows, are going to run off. Yeah. Well, you, that, uh, that cow talk is very, very important, as you say. But the fact of the matter is you can actually get that lead cow in by just challenging her, can't you? Well, or be a calf. Oh, uh, really? One of my favorite ways, okay, first and foremost, I use this little call called the Flextone booty call and mm-hmm. they're not one of our sponsors like that i found it at walmart for seven dollars oh wow and, I th- and i'm a gimmick guy right so i just <laughs> i bought it and i realized that it was the best bite and blow elk call i've ever had i've never had a, a, a call sponsor and i went out there and i started blowing it and, and for me the secret of being successful during the rut is being able to make the entire range uh, from cow chirps to estrus cow calls long locator cow calls but but a lot of times, like you said, if you can hook that lead cow and get her to come to you or get a couple of cows, maybe a cow that lost her calf recently, and you can call her away where she'll start cow calling at you, you can hook her back. That bull will lose his mind when he thinks his harem's breaking up. He'll come to you. He'll come get her right in front of you, and that will give you a shot opportunity. Uh, we've done that a number of times. All right. Talk with us, Steve West. Steve's Outdoor Adventure Saturdays, 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel, plus the Adventure Series. Now, real quick, before we get to a break, let's talk optics. Um, how important are they to you? Obviously, like you said, you're going to get up on a ridge. You're going to be doing a lot of glassing. Is it important for people to have good optics before they set out? Yeah, t- I mean, two sets of optics that are most critical. First and foremost, a pair of binoculars yeah. that you can spend a lot of time in. Hunt smart, not hard. Yeah, Cover the country with your eyes from a vantage point. A good pair of binoculars is going to be hard to beat. And then the other thing, think about your gun before you head out to that area that you're headed to. You know, if you're going to be doing long-range shooting, look at something like the Burris Eliminator laser scope or the Veracity with the first focal plane. Um, those are scopes that have multiple crosshairs or an electronic bullet drop system in it that'll help you shoot three, four, five, six hundred yards if you have the right caliber and bullet combination. If you're going to be hunting up close and personal in timber, get something with a 30 millimeter tube, really good clear glass, and make sure that it's something that you you know that you test at home in low light conditions because a lot of your elk are going to be killed either back in dark timber or in the last half hour or first half hour of daylight. Yeah, talk with us, Steve West. Make sure you watch Steve's Outdoor Adventure Saturdays, 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel, plus the Adventure Series. Now, Mr. Steve, to find out more about you, sponsors, uh, upcoming episodes, stuff like that, where can we find you online, man? Go to stevesoutdooradventures.com. 
uh, or check us out on Facebook. You, there's lots of links on the on the internet to find us. You bet. Hey, that was Steve West, and he is an elk hunter. That's right. Coming up next, we got Nate Hosey. Makes you watch Headhunters TV, and it is Thursdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. But he is going to have a guest appearance on NRA All Access, presented by Franke, and that is Wednesday, September 14th and 21st at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Nate Hosey, he is coming up next. Mr. Steve, though, man, thanks so much for coming on the show. We greatly appreciate you, dude. Anytime, buddy. Take care. It's okay to follow Jim and Trev on Facebook and Twitter. Just don't follow them too close in the woods. If you know what's good for you, the revolution will continue after these messages. He's a tough-talking ex-Marine and a Hollywood icon. Harley Ermey is the gunny. You've heard the expression, when all hell breaks loose. There are lots of guns. But only one Gunny. Take that! Gunny Time with R. Lee Ermey. An explosive new season. Wednesdays at 7.30 and 11.30 p.m. Eastern. Exclusively on Outdoor Channel. Tune in to Gunny Time! Sprinkle the best of Western flavors by ordering from High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. Introducing the fastest, most effective way to clean your gun barrel. The new Remington Squeegee. To use it, simply scrub your bore with a wire brush and a few drops of Remington's All-In Cleaner to loosen any fouling. Then attach your Remington squeegee to the end of a cleaning rod or cable. And with one pull through the bore, you're done. Fast, easy, and completely reusable. Say goodbye to your father's old gun cleaning patches. And hello to 21st century gun care technology. Look for it at your favorite sporting goods retailer. Welcome to the revolution. It's Bugle or Bust this week, focusing on elk hunting. Now, let's get back to Jim and Trav, fresh off their gold medal performance in the hot dog eating contest at the Rio Olympics. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, Nissan, Remington, and Silencer Shop. Hey, we're back. Before the break, we heard from Steve West. That was a two-parter. I'll tell you, it's great. you got to go to our website, OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com, and uh, and pick up on the very first part if you missed both of them. All right, Bugler Bust on today's show. Drank a lot of water, feel like I could barf. <laughs> Bugler Bust, Steve West. Me too, all this interview. Steve's Outdoor Adventure, Saturdays, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Now i got to drink trainings. 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Plus, he has the Adventure Series, but just now we're being joined by Mr. Nate Hosey from Headhunters TV. That is Thursdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Easter time on Outdoor Channel, but check this out though, NRA All Access presented by Franke. Special edition. Nate Hosey is going to guest star on it. Guest star. Ah, uh, thank you for that. September 14th and the 21st. Once again, NRA All Access presented by Franke, and that is going to be 7 p.m. Easter time uh, on Outdoor Channel. Anyways, uh, welcome to the show, dude. Now, I got to tell you what, you just penned uh, it, June 3rd, actually, 2016, my toughest hunt. Great little article uh, there on NRA blog and it details your toughest hunt ever but you were hunting just above uh, steamboat springs there in colorado for elk you were successful though this is an incredible story man uh laid out for us how'd it go 
Yeah, man. You know, it, that's a that's a hunt that I'll be forever thankful for. And and the reason was is, you know, it was my first elk hunt and getting out there. You know, you train all summer long. As so many of us as hunters right now, people are you know getting ready. And by training, I don't just mean physically. I mean you know you're dialing in your bow. Maybe you're you're at the range shooting your guns and. You're just getting yourself comfortable and ready for the upcoming season. The mental game was something that you can only really learn once you actually go out and do it. You can prepare the best you can, but on this particular hunt, you know, we had some variables working against us. You know, we had, uh, early on, we had spotted some out the first day, not necessarily of the hunt, but we did some scouting. We can see some from a distance with our binos and stuff like that. Well, we had, you know, unfortunately, there's wild sheep and stuff out there and herds of sheep rolled in. And they had all those, you know, those great Pyrenees, the dogs and stuff, and they're yeah. barking all over the place. And we're kind of like, oof, oh, man, like, yeah, they may bump these elk up out of here. Well, what ended up happening is they bumped those elk high. Once we realized that days into the hunt, you're already in a mental game with yourself right off the bat. Because now you're thinking, man, well, I don't know much about this, but I can't imagine those barking dogs are all that great right now on the hillside <laughs> that you were originally seeing. Those yeah. <laughs> so that's your first mental battle that I was going through. Like, and, and I'm the first person, like, I mean, I truly believe in the best way to make something happen is to let it happen. Don't get stressed. When you're out there in the woods and you're dealing with animals, I feel like they sense your atmosphere. You know what I mean? So you got to be calm and collected. And just, just stay focused on the task at hand. And uh, so I was kind of mentally kind of a little bit like bummed, even though I was trying to not let myself be. The reality was these dogs were in there and all these sheep and, the, you know, the cowboys herded them. And I was like, eh, this could be a little tough. I don't know if this is exactly perfect, but we made the best of it. So days into the hunt, we just were like, let's go as high as we can on this. You know, we, we've been working out and, and getting ourselves in preparation, you know, for this. Let's go up there and see if we just can't find something. Let's get high with them. So we went up and, and luckily we, we got up there and we struck a bull and, and he, we, we actually worked him in. I made a good shot. The bull went down and then the, the next mental game. Now, because we went so high, you know, we shot him at the highest peak of where we were hunting and then he ran off the other side. Oh, geez. And, you know, we had a, you know, and, and, and luckily, you know, he had, he hadn't gone really far, but he was still over the other side. So we had to come up and pack him out. I had never really packed an elk out. So. I could honestly say, and I'm not afraid to say it. I mean, anybody sit there and say, man, oh gosh, it was just, it was amazing. It was amazing, but it was tough yeah. mentally. I mean, once you, you get this, now you finally, you know, beat the, the scenario of, oh man, maybe these elk are out here with these dogs. You get a bull down, you know, it was truly a highlight of my life to kill my first elk with a, with a bow. I was so thankful to the Lord for the opportunity, but now like packing it out and all the work that really went into it, absolutely 100% one of the most rewarding things I've ever been a part of. Yeah. I mean, you, you look at one of them elk laying on the ground, you're like, man, he looked big in front of me, but he looks even bigger right now. <laughs> yeah, there, there, there's no ground shrinkage, is there? <laughs> no, no. So it, it's one of those things. It was like, I wasn't complaining of it being a tough hunt. Like, man, I just never do it again. I was complaining in the sense that like it made me tougher. Yeah. To understand what it really is. You know what I mean? And it, and it was, uh, it was, Surely rewarding. It was awesome. Yeah. Now you alluded to, uh, earlier to doing a, a performance and uh, uh, recording and so Saint forth. Jude's. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, now you're actually a, a very accomplished musician, aren't you? Yeah, man. You know, last few years have been really, really uh, kind of amazing. Uh, th- this music thing is something that happened by by mistake, and it, I, I always enjoyed music. I never grew up thinking I was going to play music or anything like that, but I've always just loved music and got into performing. And, and playing guitar a few years, probably going back about 10 or 11 years now. And it just kind of, you know, it's just kind of been an amazing journey since then. I've been writing songs and all that 
had the some folks notice me out in Nashville and brought me out here. And I've been working with some amazing songwriters and friends who are also hunters and kind of giving me some guidance and helping me along the way. And right now I'm actually recording my first EP CD that will be finished up here by the end of August with uh, Blake Shelton's band is oh, wow. recording with me. So it's yeah, it's pretty cool. His his uh, bass player is actually producing the project, so it's a pretty cool opportunity. I feel really good about it, and I'm proud for all the hunters and the sportsmen to men and women to be able to hear it. Now you know I'm quite an accomplished singer myself. <laughs> And um, I did think I remember seeing you on tour with Celine Dion. I do remember I, that. Yeah, thank you. Because they even though I'm from Kansas, they call me Mr. Canada. Um, but you got to yeah. check this out. When the mule deer run, they go up and down. Up and, see, that's going to be such my new record song. is going to be called Starting. Yeah. And so and it's going to have like you have the voice of an angel. <laughs> thank you. Now, your new EP that's going to be coming out later this year. Once again, talk with the Nate Hosey Headhunters TV Thursdays, 8 p.m. Eastern time on Outdoor channel plus he's gonna have a special it's a guest shot guest spot nra all access presented by Frankie wednesday uh september 14th and 21st 7 p.m eastern one. time now your new ep coming out later this year once again where are we gonna be able to find this on your website itunes where dude uh the way we'll probably do this is we're gonna release a single for the fall and the cd will be finished and we're still working on the exact date we're going to release it but the single and, and all the music will eventually be available on all the music apps and facebook you know you can find me at headhunters tv any of the, our avenues for that as well through instagram or um twitter but all my personal pages are just under my name and Nate hosted all right don't Words go anywhere live by. coming up next mr hans hummel he is the president and ceo of high mount seasonings he is coming up next big shout out though to outdoor channel sportsman channel world fishing network nissan remington and silencer shop I've got to get to a break. Mr. Nate, it has been so awesome talking to you, and we want to say later, Halsey. Hey, I can never thank you guys enough, and I wish you guys nothing but the best. There's a lot of traffic out there on the information superhighway because everyone is headed to JimandTrav.com. See? It's a traffic jam. Hey, move it, buddy! Blogs, pictures, tips, recipes, and a ton of other cool stuff. JimandTrav.com. Stick around. The revolution will return in a few moments. Two brothers dropped in the middle of the Arctic for 30 days with one mission, get out alive. It's completely unpredictable. This is Alaska. She will throw everything she can at you. If she wants to fight us with weather, we're going to fight back. We're not survivalists. We're big game hunters that love to test ourselves. Hey there! Alaska doesn't ask you to leave. It tells you to leave. Dropped. Escape the Arctic. New episodes. Mondays at 9 p.m. Eastern. Only on Outdoor Channel. Located in the heart of Maui's premier resort, Kanapali Beach Hotel is officially recognized as Hawaii's most Hawaiian hotel and the number one best value in Hawaii. With a range of accommodations and affordable dining options, this is the ideal setting to turn Hawaiian dreams into lifelong memories. Live Hawaiian entertainment every evening, free year-round children's programs, weekly arts and crafts fairs, welcome breakfast, and departure kukui lei ceremonies add to the value. Swim in the whale-shaped pool, indulge in the fabulous spa and hotel salon. Enjoy Hawaiian hospitality at its best at the Ka'anapali Beach Hotel. Call 800-262-8450 or go to kbhmaui.com. That's kbhmaui.com. Aloha. Ka'anapali Beach Hotel.
Thanks for tuning in The Revolution with Jim and Trav, providing excellence in outdoor broadcasting for over 15 years. We're doing a little elk hunting this week. Brought to you by Cabela's, High Mountain Seasonings, Camp Chef, and Silencer Shop. Here are the boys. Hey, we're back. That was a short commercial break, but those are great sponsors that we have. You need to go out there and buy a bunch of stuff and then send us some stuff. That's and, right, yeah. And and we'll use it, too. Hey, coming up next, standing in the undeck circle is old Hans Hummel with High Mountain Seasoning. Wow, that was just, that was priceless. <laughs> I, uh, I liked it. Before the break, though, was Nate Hosey makes you watch Headhunters TV uh, Thursdays, Thursdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Once again, he is going to have a special cameo though on NRA All Access presented by Bronky. It is going to be Wednesday, uh, September 14th and 21st, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Sit special down. gift shot being joined though by Mr. Hans Hummel. He is the president. And uh, CEO of High Mountain Seasonings, Hans, welcome to the show. But here's our problem. He can make a dish rag taste good. He can do anything. Uh, he can make you look handsome. That's just that's, a, that's incredible. Uh, no, so we're talking bugler bust elk cutting on today's show, Hans. And let's face it, you're down a big bull. By the time you cape it out, bone it, you got, what, three, three and a quarter yeah. pounds of meat. I mean, you've got a lot there. Hundreds of you gotta pounds lug of meat. it out. Well, here's the problem. You have all these big game hunters, and they are prolific hunters, and they're really good. But when it comes to making incredible table fare, they suck. Most people, they're like, let's soak it in milk or something and grill it. They don't know how to make just delicious wild game. So what do you guys have there at High Mount Seasonings, uh, Hans, that can really help us out? You know what? Uh, with a lot of guys around here, especially, you know, there's a lot of elk hunters in Wyoming. Um, you know, there's so much meat that, um, but people make a lot of sausage out of it. Um, you know, we've got bratwurst season, summer sausage seasonings, um, you name it. It's a great way to, uh, to use up that elk meat. Well, you know, the thing is, elk is so doggone lean. It's kind of oh, yeah. like eating caribou or something like that. Even moose meat is very, very lean. It is. Uh, when you're making that sausage, what's the ratio that you use? Is it, uh, you know, you got 30 pounds of elk cubes and then what do you do put 15 pounds of uh of suet in it you know what it depends on what type of sausage you're making like now for instance the bratwurst would use a lot more um and and, and it's also personal preference too some people like it leaner um you know anywhere from you know 20 to 50 percent is is going to depending on what type of sausage you're making all right talk with uh, hans hummel he is the president and ceo of high mountain seasonings once again bugle or bus talking all things elk on today's show okay so we're going to make some elk sausage now, right. what flavors do you guys have? And and when we get these kits, is it like all inclusive besides the elk? I mean, is there? <laughs> yeah, it's not like oh, it's going to come with elk, Trav. Um, um, what does it have uh, in it? Yes, they are. They are in all inclusive. You know, we've got the casings in there. We've got the cure, the seasoning. Um, we have a little shaker bottle in there, um, so you can mix up your seasoning and sprinkle it evenly. Um, so pretty much, yeah. All all you need is um, you know uh, a grinder. Uh, and your elk meat and one of our kits. Yeah. Now, now, when you're when you're doing that, and you talk about the uh, uh, what is that uh, ingredient that uh, gives it a little salty flavor? Are you talking about the cure for when? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, now you can overdo that, can't you? You can. Um, we have specific instructions because um, the level of cure is regulated to how much um, meat you have. You don't want to overdo it. So, not to interrupt you, but I remember that when Jimbo and I first started, <laughs> Mr. Hans, we're like, ah, we're just going to wing it. We're going to follow High Mountain Seasonings, you know, ingredients in the recipe. But, I mean, we're okay. It was so damn salty. <laughs> you know, because, and this is a very valuable lesson here we learned. 
You need to follow this until people become extremely proficient in doing this. They know about it. We don't. Exactly. You guys are the pros. We need to follow your exact steps here for making this, don't we? It, yeah, it is very important. I mean, you know, we've been doing it for 25 years now, so I think we got it kind of down pat. All right, so talking with uh, Hans Hummel, he is the president and CEO of High Mount Seasonings. Now, talking about elk sausage, once again, talking all things elk on today's show, you guys have the big shot jerky and sausage gun. Now, uh-huh. would, would it be used in this instance when we're making elk sausage? Yes, you could. Um, basically, um, it's a, it, we have the Jerky Master gun right now, which is a, uh, uh, kind of a lower-end plastic model. This one's a really heavy-duty, made out of stainless steel. Um, it holds uh, you know, about three pounds of meat in there, um, oh. three different nozzles. There's two for making jerky, uh, and then we have a longer uh, round nozzle that you can put your collagen casings um, for either doing so- breakfast sausage or snack sticks. Um, you can even put your natural casings on there and, and load uh, your bratwurst with it. Yeah. Now, when I think sausage, I'm not necessarily thinking anything other than like bratwurst and, and those kinds of things. Uh, but you actually can make a really good breakfast sausage with uh, with elk and, uh, of course, the yes, products from High Mountain, can't you? Yes, you can. Yeah. yeah we have uh, six different flavors to do breakfast sausage with. Ooh. Mm, what flavors are those? Chorizo. Uh, we have uh, sweet Italian. Uh, we've got our original Mountain Man, Prairie Sage, Country Maple, um, and uh, the new Hunter's Blend the breakfast sausage, which is the same flavor as the Hunter's Blend uh, jerky seasoning and summer sausage. It's kind of a, I describe it as like a um, kind of a garlic pepper mm. with a little bit of heat finish. It's really good. Adds sizzle to the grill, doesn't it? Adds sizzle it to the grill. Now, do you guys, all right, let, let's say we have 300 pounds of elk meat once again. We're going to make some sausage. Maybe gonna we're going to make the whole some uh, snack and, I don't know, snack and sticks. <laughs> make some steak. That's one big snack and stick. That is. <laughs> now, I mean, obviously, you're big into grilling. What yeah. do you have seasonings-wise? Let's say we want to make some elk steaks. We want to make yeah. some elk burgers. Make some backstrap. Exactly. What do you have that would beautifully accent that? My favorite thing to do is you take our venison rub um, that we have in, uh, about the size of a Coke can that's in our rub line. Take some olive oil and you marinate uh, with the seasoning and the olive oil. And I like to put it in a bowl and then take a fork and puncture it so that it gets all through the meat. Oh, yeah. Um, and then just, I like to grill it medium rare on the grill. That's uh, perfect, I think. got to tell you this. A little bit of that, that venison rub, put some behind my ears. Oh, your wife always Nine did. months later, <laughs> got my fourth kid. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Nine months later, he's got 300 pounds of sausage. <laughs> <laughs> now, Mr. Hans, to find out more about you guys, High Mountain Seasonings, the products you guys have. Is when we can come for dinner. Yeah, phenomenal. Where can we find you online? Um, www.himtnjerky.com. All right, so talking with uh, Hans Hummel. He is the president and CEO of High Mount Seasonings. That is himtnjerky.com. Hop online, check them out, though. Big shout out to Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and High Mountain Seasonings. Got to get to a break. Mr. Hans, you are so awesome, buddy. Thanks for coming on, friend. Well, thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Take the revolution wherever you go. We like road trips and trucks and guns and beer. (laughs) Where was I? Oh, yeah. Hit up all things revolution at JimandTrav.com. Buy or bust. And now, another thrilling episode of Buy or Bust on the revolution with Jim and Trav. Brought to you by Cabela's at Cabela's.com. It's that time of the week when young kids sit at their feet. 
and listen to Buyer Bust. Oh, God. It's that time <laughs> of the week where I want to smash my head in. <laughs> All right, so we are talking about, I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to ignore what you said. Uh, Ranger Lock and Ride Gun Boot Mount by Polaris. Now, I like it. Obviously, if you don't have a Ranger, this is of no use to you. Or you could buy this in hopes of getting a Ranger for Christmas. You I would do that. You could yeah. do that. You could do that. All right, so this is pretty cool. So big game hunting seasons are just fixing to open up all across the country. Right around the corner. And in some places, you can use your ATV, let's say, to get back to a trailhead. Maybe haul some game out. You know, a lot of national forests, that stuff isn't permitted. But one of the things you have to do is you have to keep your gun enclosed. Or you want to protect it. Let's that say too. if you have private grounds and you're hunting, you know, you got a lease somewhere and you're driving back in, you're using your UTV, you don't want to have your gun just hanging out on the seat. That's kind of dang- Banging dangerous. Banging around on the floorboards. Reckless. Yeah, I don't know who would do that. I would. Um, all right. So the Ranger Lock and Ride Gun Boot Mount by Polaris. Now, this is about 250 bucks, but this is pretty cool because right behind the cab, uh-huh. you know, those little holes in the top of the box. Isn't that right, Miss Buddy? That's right. It just slides in there. You lock it down. And then you have to use like the, the gun boot five, which is a, a gun scabbard. Yeah. You put your firearm in it, there. It's a hard sided gun scabbard that fits into this. Uh, and it just rack. slides in. It makes like an X looking thingamabob. Yeah. X- I, kind of, I called it a thingamabob. Yeah. It looks like a knife that you put in its sheath, you know? Yeah. I mean, it just slides Ooh. right in there. All right. So go check out the Ranger Lock and Ride Gun Boot Mount by Polaris. It's about 250 bucks. And also the Gun Boot Five. Uh, the scabbard that you put your uh, firearm in. Yeah, you you put a rifle or a um uh, a rifle with a scope or a shotgun or a it's duck. Uh, you can you put, put a, put a duck kitten in, there. in there if you want anything you want. I've like kittens. Rip Jim's arms off, put it in there. They do that a lot. All right, so let's get to a break. All right, this has been we say fuzz. buy it. We say buy it. We will return right after this. We're done. I'm done. Yeah. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trev this week. Don't anybody go too far. Follow the boys on social media and at. JimandTrav.com. Hey, this was a great show. Man, I love talking about elk, but better than that, I love to hunt them. And hopefully you won't get eaten by one. I love carnivore elk. You do love carnivore elk. <laughs> All right, so big shout out to That's awesome. Right next uh, to my mashed potatoes and greens. So big shout out to the carnivore elk out there, plus Steve West, Nate Hosey, Hans Hummel, Mrs. Bunny. This truly was such a fantastic show. You bet. Hey, and you know, something happened this past week that we really need to make mention. We added 50 communities in the state of Kansas uh, through Next Tech Wireless that are now being able to hear the uh, revolution with Jim and Trav. Upstart count to what? 495. There you yeah. go. 495. 495. We want to thank those guys. Plus, uh, uh, you know, but she's not a guy, but she's pretty cool. Mrs. Bunny, we want to thank you. <laughs> You've been amazing. You've been a backseat driver kind of quiet back there. Um, thank you for swinging by. You bet, guys. All right, so big shout out to Jesus Christ, the man upstairs. Hopefully he'll help Jimbo get his tongue untied. Show uh, me where the carnivore elk are. Uh, show where the carnivore elk are so Jimbo can Well, the elk got my tongue. Uh, Elk got his tongue, guys. Uh, Anyways, we will return next week. More of the revolution. But get some kids outdoors this weekend. Take them hunting. Take them fishing. Just let them know that you care. Spend some time with them. Use them for that carnivore elk. That's right. Local news and weather is coming up next. Peace out. God bless. We love you, boys and girls. We'll talk next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. 
visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.